The grace and peace of God be with you all. I have lived the better portion of my life imagining formulas as a way to navigate life. For example, relationships with women. I thought if I could figure out the formula of how they thought, then I'd be in. So I carefully constructed a set of questions to launch me into their world. I would ask a question like, what do you fear most? And they would respond, of you liking me, of me sticking my heart out there, of you not liking the fullness of my heart, and me getting hurt. And you, Scott, what do you fear most? Roller coasters. or being on an elevator with people who have bad breath who want to talk to me. I tried employing the formula that if a little was good, then more was better. In our house, it works well when you're cooking with garlic, not so much when drinking beer. E equals MC squared, Einstein, string theory, loaded with formulas. Really, who gets that stuff? Okay, current physicists are now deep into string theory, which is all the stuff that Einstein couldn't nail down. And yeah, like me munching on a bag of potato chips laying on the couch is supposed to understand all of that stuff. All until Melissa walks into the room. And then I put on my intelligent hat. And she says, do you understand this stuff? Oh, yeah, I get this. All because I live with the formula that if I appear to be smart, she'll like me more. There's even a formula for calculating what the outside temperature is from how fast crickets chirp formulas. We live with them, we live through them, we live by them. Some financial leaders of our country are trying to figure out the formula that will cause us from falling into financial collapse, recession, excessive deflation, and ultimately depression. Some among us try to figure out an airport GPS navigational formula. It goes like this. It's 4 p.m. on a Friday, and I haven't left Thousand Oaks for my flight leaving out of LAX. Do I go the 118 to the 405, or the 101 to the 405, or do I hop over, over to Malibu, or shall I just sit at my desk and order up orbits and take a later flight? For how many of us have we discovered that the first emotional reading of an email that appears on my desk does not deserve that first emotional response? 
to stop and think and maybe type a response and then throw it in the file on your desktop clearly titled, Emails I Dare Not Send. A formula for saving yourself from embarrassment. Formulas, we all have them. The story told from Scripture is of a man scurrying through the crowd to get near Jesus. And as he was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and said, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? I can just imagine this character. I want in. I want to be with God. I want all the goods of the kingdom. So, Jesus, what do I need to do in order to get in? What formula do I need to deploy to get closer to the presence of God? It's an age-old quandary. The desire to do something in order to garner the favor of God, as if something in my doing would turn the heart of God more toward me. Oh, it's a game we play. It's the let's make a deal game. Usually happens this time of year, midterms. For how many of you has your prayer life increased as the midterms got closer? God, give me the answers that I need for this test, and I'll give you more of the credit. We do it in relationships. God, please soften that person's heart. Because really, they're just a difficult person, and I don't have the heart to tell them that they're being difficult. So God, change them. And then there's the ever-popular Lord. Make me an instrument of your peace. Just don't make it cost me anything. Make peace happen before I have the opportunity to act. I want to suggest that the passage from Micah, which has framed our chapel season, and the scripture from Mark are not formulas at all. But rather, these are actions resulting from our being forgiven, blessed, and called to live a different life. What must I do to inherit eternal life, he asked. Simple answer, sell everything, Jesus says. I can't do that. It will cost me too much. You're right. It will cost you too much. And still, you will have not entered the kingdom of heaven. Because you can't buy your way in. Do justice, love mercy, walk humbly with God. How much justice is necessary to get into the kingdom? Am I really called to love mercifully day after day after day? Can't I just like a bunch? Do I really have to love And who owns the image of humility? And how will I know if I'm humble enough for God to accept my action as worthy?
Oh my. A formulaic relationship with God will only drive us into bankruptcy. So what's left? How about we look at the Micah text as the response by those who have been profoundly affected by the actions of a gracious God. Because of God's never-failing love, we will do justice. We will be lovers of mercy. We will walk humbly in the shadow and presence of God. And because of God's extravagant love, we are encouraged to live lives in response to that love. That we would have a worldview shaped in light of God's never-ending care. That we would exhibit a pattern of personal behavior which begins and ends by thanking God for gifting us with all that we have, all that we are, and all that we will become. Do justice, love mercy, walk humbly. It is the air that we breathe. Amen.